Welcome to Yushu's Mix, the spiritual successor to Yushu's Global Pop Culture Cast. You can listen to that um, wherever podcasts are available to you. And listen to that first, then come back to this. And um, this is all I'm a professional, I'd say. I'd say this is like a slight little bit more professional, you know? So um, this is going to have three main segments. Um, the hype around the video game Fall Guys. A quick segment. <laughs> See, I'm looking at my notes and it doesn't look that, that quick. But um, DC Comics instead of that. And then also Halo Infinite. That's going to be fun. <laughs> but anyway, I do hope you, that you guys enjoyed this. So let's just get straight into this. This is just quick. If you want to skip a segment, go by the minute. I'm always going to end the segment on the minute. I'm never going to end it like at 5.36. I'm always going to end it like at 5 minutes. You know, six minutes, seven minutes. So just go one minute, two minutes, three, four, five, and you're gonna find a transition eventually. So, fall guys, fall guys, fall guys. Woo! Fall guys was and is. It's it's strange. It's quite the unique case for this game because it was, it really blew up out of nowhere. You know, it was um, it wasn't really on that many people's radars before it did blow up like it did. And that's, that's something, you know, it takes a lot to just, uh, for a game to just get right on everyone's radar, just randomly, you know, just pop up on there and get into that and become like a huge popular game. Um, let me check this out. The Fall Guys subreddit officially, it already has 69,000, um, Oh, yeah, 69,000, um, what is that even called on Reddit? Uh, Fall Guys is what it's, um, called on the community thing. So, that's impressive, especially because it's been out for a very, very short amount of time. And a lot of OCE content creators, um, you might know them from Fortnite, like Lachlan, Muzelk, etc. You know, they've been playing Fall Guys a lot on their channels. Cypher PK as well, if you're going into the Fortnite scene of it everyone's been playing for um fall guys um everyone's been talking about fall guys and it's it's for a good reason i feel and it's yeah yeah i say i definitely say that it is for a good reason and it's it's quite mysterious to be honest in all honesty it is definitely quite mysterious how fall guys did just you know like blow up randomly it was like no warning it was just like a smash hit out of nowhere and uh yeah it all started with the oce content creators like um music for example played on it played it on his stream lachlan uploaded a video on it music uploaded a video on it and then it sped on core kenshin uploaded a video on it cypher pk uploaded a video on it and it just spread you know and now everyone's playing and everybody's talking about fall guys it was quite a success and um that's quite yeah it's definitely quite a success story so um i said let's get into what makes it you know fun fall guys um the gameplay is i don't want to say it's super unique because there's there's it's mario party type gameplay you know it's like a it's like a mario party game without the mario 
a lot of the games just are classic Mario Party games, but done different and quite frankly done better. But yeah, that's that's the thing with it. It feels a lot like Mario Mario Party. It plays a lot like Mario Party, and that's a part of its appeal. You know, it's Mario Party. That's not sixty bucks on Nintendo Switch. You know, it's on. Okay, yeah, it's not on Xbox or Switch though, but um, on PC and PS4. You know, it's it's the Mario Party for everyone to play besides xbox players and i'm sure it's gonna get a port to xbox very soon but as of now as i'm recording this which is which is let me check my okay um thursday the 13th august uh, yeah yes 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 it's august um all the avengers made us tomorrow probably gonna talk about that um the gameplay is very simple, you know. Um, most levels are just obstacle courses and various difficulty. Um, one of the final levels that you can get, because there's like I believe there's three that you can get. There's a hexagon level, a race level, or is it just two? I'm um, very sorry if, I, if there's more than two. But those are the ones I can just hit off the top of my head. But yeah, um, a lot of them are just varying versions of obstacle courses, like racing up with like balls and pin. You're basically racing up a pinball game in one of the levels. There's one where you have to like go down something that has a bunch of doors that are opening and closing randomly. There, they might stay up, they might stay down. That's that's a very fun game. Um, and there's also one where there's like a little spinning plates that you have to jump on and try to maneuver yourself up. There's so many obstacle horses, and those are really um, some of the most fun game modes. I will say that those are very, very in, um, enjoyable. I will say that. But then there's also team game modes. One of them is the egg game mode. I don't know the proper names for these, my fault on that. But um, the egg game mode where you have to protect eggs, and there's a golden egg that's worth more points than that. People have already make, made up, um, you know, like power strats and stuff like that so that you would you would expect for a game that this that that's um that is this big so you know it's it's fun you know the game modes are very very appealing they're very um again fun they're just they're not something that you have to think too much about you know like if we're gonna bring up this again fortnite you know it's not something that you have to think too much about like cranking out 90s in fortnite man you know it's quite different from that. It's quite, quite different from that. And it's... It's not unique. It's not unique. I'd be lying to you if I said it was unique. But it's unique in the way that it presents itself, you know? It's... Yeah. Yeah, i say that's that's about accurate. Um, and speaking about how so That's another bullet point that I have. Um... Okay, that's another point that I have. Um, but, yeah. it's It presents itself as a very cutesy game. Even more so than, again, it's, um, it's inspiration Mario Party. It's a cute, fun game with a very um, childish, but uh, a lot of people think that childish has a like, negative connotation whenever using the word childish. I don't think that's true. You know, I, I wouldn't say that... Um, being childish as in like a game is really a a bad thing childish games are fun a lot of the time 
he presents himself in a very cutesy um childish way and that makes it very very appealing to pick up because when you pick it up you're just expecting to just you know just chill out and it does have some chill vibes see okay i don't like ragging on games that i don't like animal crossing you know it kind of has a similar aesthetic to that just a slightly slightly similar aesthetic you know it's it's really just how it's um hyper stylized hyper cutesy characters but that's about where the similarities end but you know the style of those two you can't deny that they are um they are pretty similar but yeah i i'm not i'm not gonna bring that up ever again on this show i don't think i don't like um yeah i don't like um i don't like animal crossing much but yeah it presents itself in a way that doesn't take itself seriously sort of like fortnite in its early days as well and yeah that's that's definitely another that's a definitely um how do i say this a uh another big factor to its success to throw in a quick interlude but we're back now so so my last thing about fall guys is i'm a little bit concerned about how the devs are going to handle this fame because right now they're doing very well you know they're reaching there i remember they reached out to epic games and said that they'd be open to collaborating with them but i'm i, I can't help oh, this section is gonna be very short i can't help but think that they might get overwhelmed at the massive success of their video game, you know? So, this is really just a just topper off to the section. What do you guys think about this? You know, like, are you, are you happy about this? Are you, you don't like the game? Yeah, just tell me what's happening and what you're thinking. Transition? Make sure everything's in order over here. Okay, okay. Let me check my disk drive. Okay, okay, good. I like it. Wait. Hold up. Processing? Hold up, one second. Okay, good. Right. So, now, DC comics this is gonna be a a little bit of a strange section to be honest because dc has a dc has a lot going for it um as of now there's about 10 days from when i'm recording this there's near 10 days until the dc fandom event dc fandom is a um I'm giving DC free phone over here. Um, I'm not that big. DC is, DC fandom is an event. It's a virtual event where you'll walk around in multiple and various DC lands, I guess. Like like a comic, like a virtual Comic Con. 
and you want to be able to walk around it virtually like with your WAS and D keys, you can also get on a mobile. They did stick that in their own press release. But yes, you're going to be able to navigate with WAS and D and your mouse to look around. There's going to be multiple worlds. Um, I should pull it up here, but that would that would increase the background noise here a little bit. So I'm going to pop in and out real quick. Okay, so we're officially vibing, set up and ready for this DC portion now. Um, so about DC Fan Dome. Again, this section should should be about five minutes. It's probably gonna run for more than that. Now, I am literally just going to be reading off here. Um, all of this is on. You can search up DCFanDome.com, click um, official press release, and all this information will be there. So, um, the DC Fandom event, it'll have five, I believe it's five, main worlds where you can, um, experience a lot of different things in virtual, <laughs> virtual reality. Well, not like as in VR, as in headsets, but in a virtual setting. There's a DC Watchverse, um, I'm going to want to read off the press release. Here's where you grab a seat, sit back, and join our virtual audience and become completely engrossed in hours of must-see content from around the world. Everything from panels and exclusive screenings to never, um, excuse me, <laughs> to never-before-seen footage featuring cast, creators, behind and behind-the-scenes crew across DC film, TV, home entertainment, and games. So if you're looking for um, a trailer for the Suicide Squad game or something, or um, something relating to the Suicide Squad movie uh, or the, the the new the batman movie you know you're probably going to find it here at dc watchverse then there's the dc u verse venture into the world where the fans are the stars to see the most amazing user-generated content cosplay and fan art from around the world including perhaps your own this is um the dc official tiktok page put up a couple videos with um some of the actors and a transition into a bunch of cosplayers you're gonna see stuff like that you know it's gonna be a, a bunch of dc cosplayers here and i, I actually think that's really neat here so if you just want to see some cosplays want to see some art perhaps of dc characters and stuff um this is the place for you i do also have a little bit of information that i remember offhand off the head so i'll tell you that <sighs> There's the DC Kidsverse, which is on a completely different domain, dckidsfandom.com, which will be live on, I believe it will go live on the 22nd, right? I believe. Um, but yes, the DC Kidsverse. This is just going to be a bunch of family-friendly stuff, a lot of Teen Titans Go stuff, um, DC Superhero Girls, if you know that show, uh, for, the, for, the young, for the young ladies. You know, it is going to be all of that stuff for the children. So I, I do think that's going to be, it's going to be interesting. You know, will I drop by? Probably not. You know, my schedule is going to be full with making sure I get to all the right press conferences and stuff. But yeah, um, one second. Let me just do a quick run and check. 
Um, let me see, let me see. Okay, reviving? Okay, I'm reviving. Okay. I was going to something on my phone right there. Next up is the DC Insiderverse. This is a creativity-based world. It contains a centerpiece video featuring legendary artist and DC CCO publisher Jim Lee, president of DC-based film production Walter Hamada. I probably butchered that. And creator of the DC TV Arrowverse, executive producer Greg Berlin. Brillanti, I believe, welcoming fans with a one-on-one style introduction to the DC multiverse. From there, go behind the scenes with the master artisans who bring DC to life in all its forms, from comic books to games, TV, movies, theme parks, consumer products, and more. So, this is really just going to be a behind-the-scenes thing, you know? It is going to be a total behind-the-scenes thing. You're going to meet actors. Um, I'm sure The Rock is going to be there. You're gonna meet actors, you're gonna meet, um, you're going to meet directors, you're going to meet producers, you're going to, you're gonna see what, um, made the films that you are going to watch, and I, I do think that's, that's very, very, very nice. And right now I'm opening the DC Fandom FAQ, because this is also very, very important. There's going to be a lot of stuff here. <laughs> Just open this up. Okay, all right, we're ready. Next up, there's the DC Fun Verse, which is yes, I believe the final verses. Take your DC fandom experience and gather cool shareables. Check out our comic book reader, DIY cool Wonder Woman 84, Golden Armor, and Batmobile kits, plus digital giveaways and a store filled with merchandise, including some limited edition exclusives. This is probably going to be the most hands-on besides the U-verse. You know, you're going to be able to buy stuff, and there, of course, are going to be some DIY kits here. This one, I'm probably going to check out for like um, maybe like 20 minutes. 30 minutes you know it is a whole 24 hours but there's a lot of stuff you know there's a lot of meat for you, for you, for you to tear into and looking at the map which you can just look up dc um fandom map i'm pretty sure you can just see it there's a lot of ground to cover there's also going to be a um a blurred and bougie house uh, i'm pretty sure there was one at comic-con last year so if you if you know what that is you know what that is it's just going to be really celebrating black nerds, geeks, um, Latinx, Greeks, geeks, my fault, and stuff like that. So, that is going to be pretty sick. So, the FAQs. There's going to be a schedule. Speaking of that schedule that I said earlier, it's going to be an event schedule. Um, basically, you're going to be able to go in, I believe, like the day before and assemble a schedule with all the stuff that's going to be there so you can allot two hours to um the u-verse you know and pick out what um what screenings you want to go to at the watch verse and pick out your little time that you want in the fun verse and the insider verse you know and i feel like that is a very very um <clears throat> it's a very useful feature i'd say at least and oh, I said this is going to be a mini section. This is huge. But, um, 
Yes, that is that. So, um, let me just one second. Okay. Okay, so yes, um, you don't need to register for the event as well. The event will not be geo-filtered if you're going to ask that. And there's a couple more. Also, it's free. <laughs> there's a couple more things on here that you may want to know. But I feel like that's basically the gist of it. And yeah, that's about it. See, I was going to add an extra section about DC Comics. But considering that we've already been running for eight minutes here in this segment, I do think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna cut it off here. Once I hit the nine minute mark. So I'm very excited for DC fandom. I'm probably going to make an episode special that is literally just me talking about what's happening in DC fandom. Reacting to it. it's gonna be a lot of background noise. But it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be sick, it's gonna be awesome. And uh it's gonna be an experience. So, I am going to definitely uh, mark my calendar for that day and that time, which is 10 a.m., I believe. I believe PST. So, I'm going to clarify that if I'm wrong. Goodbye. Halo Infinite. See, it for me, it seems like there's gonna be a lot to unpack. To unpack, but like, I almost guarantee that this um this section isn't gonna be anywhere near as long as the DC section or the Fall Guys section for that matter. Fall Guys section was a whole ten minutes, I believe. But yeah, <laughs> let's start from the beginning. <laughs> um, the demo. The demo sucked, right? Um, that was that was mean. The demo was garbage. Uh, garbage. Sorry. The, um... Oh, how do I say this? Yeah, well, I already said it. The demo was bad. It looked like a early Xbox One game. Um, in the gameplay, at least. In the cutscenes, cutscenes were great. The gameplay looked like a early Xbox One game. It simply wasn't fit. And there's conflicting stories. Some people say it was from a couple weeks before when they, um... When that build... And then there's some people said there's, um, the build was from, like, a year ago, like, early 2019. There's so many conflicting opinions on this. I don't care enough. I just take it as it is. The demo sucked. And, um, the gameplay looked great, of course. But, like, visually, the gameplay, like, the demo sucked. Um, also, you got blurb. That, that's a mixed, that's mixed feeling in the community. I like it. But, again, I have, I feel obligated to bring that up since that is, you know, that is something. Ugh, mm, that is something big that happens. That happened in the trailer. So, so, we had the demo, right? The demo was a complete and total failure. Right? So, yeah, we have to understand, yeah, the event was a total failure. Um, the demo, I mean, was a total failure. It, it looked bad. So, they came. <laughs> There's no delaying this. Except delaying Halo. Let's read off the 343 pre- press release. Um, development update, my fault. I love using that for your press release. 
Let's read this. <clears throat> this is from Chris Lee, Studio Head. Today, I want to share an important Halo Infinite development update with the community. We have made the difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has adequate time to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. The decision to shift our releases, it, it, our release is the result of multiple factors that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-19 related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solution to the development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the success of our game to ship it this holiday. We know this will be disappointing to many of you, and we share that sentiment. The passion and support of the community has shown over the years that the community has shown over the years has been incredible and inspiring. We want we want nothing more than to play our game with the community this holiday. the The extra time will let us finish the critical work necessary to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever. Okay. Okay. Right. The section is almost over already. I'm gonna get my thoughts on this. I agree. It was a good decision. Um, I forget who. I saw. Feel so bad because I forget whose quote this is. I think it's the guy who made Mario, right? Um, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rush game is forever bad. And that stands true with any game that's not Battlefront Two, because that game is great now. But um, the delay is needed. It needed graphical improvements. Yeah, it needed graphical improvements. And they knew that. And I'm sure there are some problems holding it back even further than just the graphics, you know? Because I don't think the graphics will, will take more than the couple months they have, you know? If the game is going to um, be good, we have to be patient. Yeah, we have to be patient. And that's just the reality of things. They delayed it because the game wasn't ready. And that's really all I have to say about Halo Infinite, you know? I'm going to elaborate on this next um, episode, but I just wanted to say that. I agree with what 343 did. It was a good decision. Halo needs the most care that it can get. And, um... 343? 343 is gonna give it the care that it needs. I'm just gonna do a quick like 20 second outro i i do hope that you did enjoy my podcast um yeah um this is going to be um the first time really dedicating something like this like I've, I've tried to do this before but like i mentioned i this is my first time really just dedicating and uh and, um, and uh, sticking to this. And um, I hope that you're going to stick around. And come for, come for more. Really. So. See ya. Peace.